never ceases to amaze me how I seem to be more tired after eight days of an octave of partying than I am at the end of Lent after 40 days of fasting. You know, it's, it's as if we have a much deeper capacity to suffer than to experience intense pleasure day after day during the octave. Um, I was in a conversation the other day with a psychologist. We all have problems. Don't look at me like that. But she was, a, she was actually just a friend of mine, and we were, she was asking about some different things in my life. And I started telling her, you know, where I'd gone to school, uh, when God called me to be a priest, where I studied, that sort of thing. And she stopped me, and she said, you know, that's, that's one of the main difference be, differences between men and women. Because you ask a woman to describe her life, she'll most likely describe it in terms of the relationships that she's had. The most important people in her life that have affected her life. You ask a man and he'll, he'll often explain his life, his history according to accomplishments that he's done, places that he's been, that sort of thing. So women define themselves more by relationship, men by their accomplishments. And this makes sense in light of Genesis, right? Adam, the first man, he was created to, to till the garden, to do work with a purpose. And Eve was created as Adam's helpmate to be with him. Right, so he was focused on things more, she was focused on the relationship more. And I found it interesting that this relates to how we understand Christ and the Blessed Virgin Mary, the new Adam and the new Eve. We know about the person of Jesus Christ principally through his work of salvation in us. There's a saying, the economic trinity is the imminent trinity. Or God reveals himself in the way that he saves us. So everything that we know about the person of Jesus Christ is in relation to his work of salvation in the world. Everything he did to bring us redemption. So he reveals us, he reveals himself in his desire to save us. On the other hand, everything that we know about the Blessed Virgin Mary is always in relationship, is in accordance with her relationship to Jesus Christ, her son. So every dogma that we have about the Blessed Virgin Mary from the Immaculate Conception, her perpetual virginity, her assumption, and today's feast, Mary as Theotokos, the Mother of God, they're never about Mary herself, but more so her relationship to Jesus Christ. So the way that Mary the new Eve is revealed to us is always in her relationship to Christ the new Adam. That means her entire being was reflection of everything that Jesus did with her, where she went, what she did, what she said, in relationship to Christ. What does this mean for us? In a sense, we as the people of God, as the Church of Christ, we take on a feminine aspect. Christ is the bridegroom, the Church is the bride. And it's a calling for us, in a sense, to define our very existence, our memory, our entire being according to our relationship with Jesus Christ. So when I define my life, who I am, to see all things in relationship to Christ's work of salvation in my soul. This is where I first came to know Christ. This is where I fell into sin. This is where he saved me. And this is where I came to understand him for who he is as God in my life. To know my life, my history, my entire being, in relationship with Jesus Christ before anything else. So today we celebrate the solemnity of Marius Theotokos, which means the God-bearer, 
and everything that Mary is referred to by grace, we are called to become through the sacraments. Everything that Mary received as a gift of grace, we receive as a gift through the sacraments. So in every Mass, in a sense, we too become God-bearers every time we receive the Holy Eucharist. And the question that we can ask ourselves when we look at our life, our history, when was the first time you came to understand, to truly believe that Jesus Christ, the Son of God, is present in the Holy Eucharist? When was the first time in your life when that really occurred to you, that every time I walk into a Catholic church, I'm coming into the presence of the Son of God? How did that change your relationship to the Catholic Church? How did that change the way that you walk into the church? How did that change the way that you received him in Holy Communion? How did that change the way you prepared your heart for the reception of Holy Communion? At what point in your life did you truly come to believe in the true presence of God on earth in the Holy Eucharist? And how has that come to define your life? Let us pray through the intercession of the Theotokos that we, like her, may come to define our existence, our past, our present, and our future. Above all, according to our relationship with her Son, Jesus Christ, and His work of salvation in our lives.